Welcome to Auto Success, the podcast, where each week we present ideas, tips, and strategies from automotive industry leaders that you can put to use today for your sales success. Now here's your host, Thomas Williams. Welcome listeners. Today on Auto Success, the podcast, we're speaking with Valerie Valancourt, Vice President of Marketing for Outsell. We last spoke with Valerie in episode 466, and today we'll be talking about effectiveness and accountability in your marketing efforts. Welcome back to the podcast, Valerie. It's a pleasure to speak with you. We appreciate your time today. Great. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. For sure. Let's start as we always like to with our auto success under the hood question. Um, Today, Valerie, we'd like to know, uh, do you or did you have a mentor, someone who helped you become the person that you are today? So no, I, absolutely. Um, I would say that uh, first and foremost, my dad um, is still and always has been my mentor. Yeah, he's really accomplished in his field of fire protection, and he and I are a lot alike. Um, and he's a person I go to with questions uh, and and for guidance, whether it be work or family related. Um, and I also was really fortunate to work at some of the best uh, enterprise marketing software companies when I began my career in marketing, uh, starting with Unico Corporation, which was uh, later acquired by IBM. Um, and the marketing team there was filled with rock stars, and I learned from every one of them, um, particularly uh, women uh, that I worked with, Carol Myers, Carol Willicke, Megan Harrigan, and Lauren Kramer. Um, I was really young and inexperienced, and they all, in their own ways, uh, helped me carve out my future in marketing. So I was privileged to grow there uh, during my uh, nearly six years, and um, they each helped develop the skills that I've used throughout my career. We appreciate you sharing that with us, Valerie, and it's your marketing experience that we'd like to pull from for this podcast. You've said that dealers and GMs should think critically about how their monthly marketing goals are set. What are some factors or questions leaders should examine or take into account here? Yeah, so um, you know, automotive dealers want to make sure that they're spending their marketing dollars where they they should, so that they can reach their goals. And you know, here are some key things uh, that a GM or dealer can think about. So. One is our dealership taking a high-level view of the best performance metrics to watch, and how to avoid how do I avoid those common pitfalls? Um, you know, are we measuring influence and attributing link sales to the right vendors? Um, how can the marketing team better leverage Google Analytics to prove which vendors are doing what they promised, so that we can reevaluate the budgets for the future? You know, as a dealer, I think it's important to understand how to measure the effectiveness of your marketing. Um, there's more data out there than ever before, and increasingly sophisticated technologies that really aim to make your lives easier. You know, at least they should be, and uh, if you um, get the right people in place to help you uh, use them. And what are some common pitfalls dealers face today when it comes to determining how well their marketing dollars are performing? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, you know, I think it's close to impossible to determine if traditional marketing efforts like mailers or TV ads have an effect unless that customer walks, uh, you know, who walks in the door mentions that particular piece of marketing. Um, I think digital efforts are much easier to track because of the changing technologies, but still, you know, you're seeing many vendors take credit for the same sale. So really, how do you know if your marketing dollars are working? You really have to to think about those key metrics um, that they need to pay attention to so they don't hit any snags when measuring the performance of their marketing campaign. So first, are your customers converting? Second, is the brand and your dealership specifically top of mind with your customers? Um, and third, do your advertising and marketing efforts add value to that final sale? So I think you know dealers need to start looking at their monthly goals and thinking critically about how those uh, goals are set, and you have to agree with all the um, stakeholders about what percentage of revenue makes the most sense to be the responsibility of marketing. You know, for example, in the SaaS industry that I'm in, 
marketing, it used to be marketing was responsible for 30% of revenue, um, but now it's between 30 and 50%, and I'd say closer to 50. And so, I, you know, obviously it's different in this instance, but uh, you really need to, dealers need to think about what kind of ROI they're shooting for and why, and really um, making a list and deciding on what's important to track. So, and I think that the, the thing that's key is to really make sure to allow time for your marketing to ramp up, especially when employing new marketing programs or working with new vendors. You know, it's easy to say in this industry that if something doesn't show enough ROI right away, that dealers will just drop it. Um, but it's really best to give new programs at least 90 days so that you can start seeing results from marketing automation solution, for example. Um, you know, if you think about something like Amazon needing a few months of activity to really determine uh, targeting and their um, to what the right things are to target with to the consumers, you, you know, dealers need to think about that with all their marketing efforts as well. Now you touched on how hard it is for traditional marketing uh, metrics, but how can dealers uh, determine what type of marketing and what marketing campaigns actually led to a sale? How can they determine what's working and not? Let me give you a scenario that really can help illustrate how dealers' campaigns are linked to sales, um, and in fact, if those campaigns are effective. So say your top salesperson sold a car. I mean, that's great, right? But if you don't know which of your marketing campaigns touched that person along the way, you're missing out on tracking what really works. So you can tailor that marketing spend with the right vendors next month. So instead of looking at direct source leads, you know, um, say this person came to the website and filled out a form for a test drive, you know, so therefore the website gets the credit. But you should also be tracking customer influence so you know whether or not that same individual had already been engaging with your email communications, maybe saw your ads on Facebook and Instagram posts, and likely chose you because you showed them content that they wanted to see, just like they'd expect from an Amazon or Yelp recommendation. So while the website was still the source of that lead, uh, marketing had an influence on the eventual deal. I mean, obviously, there's a reason that customer visited the website in the first place. So really, the two main things to look for in order to attribute a link sale with one of your vendors, you know, might be first, what was the engagement? This could be an open click impression, et cetera, uh, depending upon what you decide makes sense for that vendor. Um, or second, you know, what was the time frame? You know, any engagement within a 90-day window of when the sale occurred really is fair to be considered as linked. So I'd say it's also important to look at industry benchmarks to see how other dealers measure success. So every one of your marketing channels um, is raising their hand on linked sales saying, I get the credit, but, you know, if you can't prove a direct sale, vendors should at least be able to prove how it was influenced. Valerie, you brought up Google Analytics earlier. Can you describe the role of Google Analytics in a dealership market, uh, dealership's marketing accountability, and how can dealers or GMs effectively use this tool? Uh, absolutely. So, um, you know, Google Analytics obviously is a great tool for digging deep into how you can hold your vendors accountable for what they've promised to deliver. Um, and I think a lot of dealers will be surprised to learn that they already have it. You know, it's free to set up, but you have to make sure you set it up correctly in order to have it be effective. And Really, all you need to do is place the Google Analytics tracking code into your website, um, and GA provides unbiased third-party data that really helps you evaluate your individual vendor performance and your overall marketing performance, giving you a true picture of um, what is really influencing uh, which deals. So um, so you can use GA to your advantage at your dealership if you think about um, these three metrics, uh, you know, bounce rate, time on site, and pages per session. But not all um, vendors are created equal, so you can hire different vendors for different reasons. So before you decide that only those three metrics matter, you really need to think about, um, you know, what did I hire this vendor to do or what am I trying to accomplish with this specific program? Um, You know, for example, chat services will never drive a great amount of traffic to your website. Therefore, their pages per session score will constantly be low, but they could be um, supporting a more effective time on site, meeting or exceeding your expectations. So... 
Um, there's a big difference there. And then uh, bounce rate is another metric used to benchmark vendor quality. But again, it depends on what expectations you've set for the vendor's product. So if a customer receives an email and uses it to find directions to your dealership, most likely click on contact us, be directed to your website, and then immediately click the Google Maps link. So this path would populate as a bounce for the associated vendor, but they have performed the task you set out for them, you know, driving customers to your store. Um, you know, and I think you need to make sure that you talk with your vendors and understand what results make sense for their products. All vendors should discuss what goals and can um, can and should be achieved with their products and be willing to review their performance in Google Analytics. Anybody that won't, you know, maybe somebody that you wouldn't want to work with because they need to be um, transparent. And now more than ever, dealers have these incredible digital programs available them, to them to create an unforgettable consumer experience. But if um, you really need to use GA to your advantage to optimize your marketing spend. In your experience, Valerie, what would your advice be to a dealer or GM or other marketing stakeholder in a dealership who is confused or frustrated about how to determine what their marketing mix should be and how to judge the effectiveness of each element? <laughs> so that is a $64,000 question. Um, <laughs> I recently spoke at an AAC event that Brian Pash and PCG companies put on. And uh, during Brian's uh, keynote, he shared a quote that 60% of dealers do not trust their automotive marketing and website analytics reports. So for every consumer, the road to a sale has many variations and um, dealers must revisit this issue and evaluate it quarterly and at the very least annually. You know, marketing budgets, revenue and marketing ROI are, are always top of mind for dealer marketers as, the question, as is the question of just how much of a dealer's marketing spend should be dedicated to each channel. You know, I think um, marketing budgets in the auto industry have shifted over the past few years, uh, you know, between uh, maybe a 50-50 split between digital and traditional, but I actually think it's going uh, eking out higher to towards uh, digital. And um, some people, uh, some dealers advocate for even more digital, but while others remain skeptical, you know, it seems like TV, radio, and print continue to work for them. But the question remains, you know, what is that mix? I think it's going to vary by dealer. But really, in order to enhance customer satisfaction and reach their primary market areas, dealers need to think about you know how to maximize their digital efforts as the automotive landscape shifts, um, how to go about capitalizing on traditional methods for increased brand presence uh, and driving that brand equity, and ways they can uh, um, optimize their advertising spend to improve timeliness of communications and um, determining what is the ideal mix of these channels for your dealership, because it's really going to be dependent, too, on region uh, where they are in the country. Um, and lastly, I would say that data transparency and transparent in general, transparency in general is key. You know, without it, you, how can you truly measure and trust what you're spending your money on? How do you believe the automotive marketing landscape is going to evolve over the next few years, and how can leaders get themselves and their dealerships ready for that future? That's interesting. I think um, you know, AI, artificial intelligence, is really going mainstream for auto dealers. Whereas two years ago, we had to explain to dealers what AI was. Now they're asking for solutions grounded within artificial intelligence. So um, there's really a strong demand for those uh, AI-driven marketing solutions that help dealers and OEMs you know, better anticipate customer needs and smartly communicate with them in an individualized, relevant way throughout each consumer's life cycle, much like an Amazon uh, experience. Um, you know, at Outsell, we're working closely with our customers to help them better understand that artificial intelligence uh, listens and predicts and engages consumers to form predictive models of their future behavior so that it can then alert the dealers when consumers are in market uh, for a new vehicle. And finally, what one idea would you like to leave with our listeners today, Valerie? Well, I think that there are some common misconceptions out there about marketing technology and measuring performance. You know, first, that marketing technology solves everything. It doesn't. You still need smart people and processes in place in order to make the technology work for you. Um, 
the marketing technology and measuring campaign performance, however, is not a one-size-fits-all for any organization. So you need to evaluate what technology works best for you and your processes rather than follow that next shiny object that's available to you. Some great thoughts and strategies on determining what marketing efforts work best for your dealership success. We appreciate your time today, Valerie. Thank you. Our guest today has been Valerie Valancourt, Vice President of Marketing for Outsell. For more information about her company, visit outsell.com. Thanks for listening to Auto Success, the podcast. For information about Auto Success, look us up at autosuccessonline.com, where you'll find previous episodes, our blog, online versions of our past issues, and many more success-driven solutions available for free. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions about this show or future shows, email us at podcast at autosuccessonline.com. Now make it a successful day.